I'm Julia Furlan, and here are three stories you need to know about today. So you know how President Donald Trump has that, like, little business that he runs, the Trump Organization? Well, despite turning over control to his two sons, Don Jr. and Eric, he actually never divested financially from the business, which includes the Trump International Hotel in D.C. The attorneys general in Maryland and D.C. filed a lawsuit claiming that Trump's ownership of the company violates the Constitution's foreign and domestic emoluments clauses. Those are the provisions that say that a sitting president can't accept financial gifts from foreign governments. Anyway, on Wednesday, a federal judge in Maryland denied Trump's attempt to throw out that challenge. The decision is a big win for D.C. and Maryland, but it's definitely not the end of these arguments. Next, Trump and the AGs will argue over how the judge should interpret the meaning of the two emoluments clauses and whether the suit can survive based on that interpretation. Julian Assange literally got banned from the Internet this week. The WikiLeaks founder isn't allowed to tweet or communicate with the outside world from inside the Ecuadorian embassy in London, which is where he's been living for the last six years. This story is wild, so stay with me here. Assange is Australian, but he was granted Ecuadorian citizenship earlier this year. He started camping out at London's Ecuadorian embassy after he was extradited to Sweden on rape charges. The charges were dropped, but he could still be arrested if he goes back to the UK. He's been... A lot for the embassy staff while he's been living there. Ecuador said it banned him after he breached a written agreement not to send messages that interfere in other countries' businesses. In other words, Assange didn't stay in his lane, but it's kind of unclear how. A tweet from his account last week was used to rail against a U.K. official, but we really don't know if that's it. Ecuador, by the way, says it banned Julian Assange so that it could maintain better relationships with the U.K. and the European Union states. The Ecuadorian government also blocked Julian Assange in 2016 for WikiLeaks' role in sharing emails from Hillary Clinton's campaign. But officials said that that block was temporary. They didn't say that this time around. You know, sometimes I wish somebody would ban me from being online. According to the CDC... One in six gay and bisexual men living with HIV don't know that they have it. And since the way that people date has changed a lot, HIV prevention needs to change along with it. So Grindr is the world's largest dating app for gay and bisexual men, and now it's going to allow users to opt into reminders every three or six months to get HIV tested. The reminder will also help users find a nearby clinic if they need to. Grindr already offers the users options to share their HIV status and the last date that they were tested. The app announced that HIV testing sites in the U.S. can also advertise for free on their app. One LGBT center where they were testing out these ads said that it already dramatically increased the number of people coming in for HIV tests. Grindr hopes to reach marginalized groups that are disproportionately affected by HIV, like people of color. You know what? Play safe, have fun. I'm all for it. For more on the latest stories, download the BuzzFeed News app. And make sure you listen to this briefing reporting to you as a podcast or on your smart speakers. And now as a video on Spotify. Just look for BuzzFeed News.